This is the Aranav Pit podcast. Oddballs, welcome to the Odd and Off Beat podcast, hosted by myself, Mr. Matthew Baker, and the preoccupied Louis Fox. That's right, I'm fiddling knobs on this soundboard. <laughs> this is like going back in time, you're before you were before, I was pre, 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 pre-employed. Because <laughs> we were talking about employment earlier. Speaking of employment, so all right, how many weeks have you been getting paid for your unemployment? Zero. How many have I? I don't know. Eight? Uh, nine, I think. Nine. So what's frustrating is that I March 21st is the date that I had applied for unemployment, and mm-hmm. I have not gotten anything in two months. I haven't even heard from them. No <laughs> phone calls, no emails, nothing. And then So I'm at Matt's house, and I keep getting yesterday. We're working on uh, the, the variety show. Yeah, we're working on the variety show. Which will be this Thursday at 5 p.m. Yep. Pacific. May 28th. Uh, but So we're writing stupid jokes for it. and I keep... Not stupid jokes, Louie. <laughs> Quality, Quality content jokes. for the fine people who are going to buy tickets. <laughs> yes. <laughs> to see who's right. <laughs> so I'm sitting there and my phone rings and it's like a number I don't recognize. It, it was like scam likely and then the number. And I'm like, no. And then I don't answer it again, and he leaves a message. And it's the IRS guy's like, hey, this is Kyle from the state unemployment. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he's like, I'm going to call back in like five minutes, pick up. I need, I need to talk to you. Oh, wow. So it rings again. I answer it, and I'm like, what's up? There's nothing. <laughs> this is Kyle from the unemployment department, and he's calling me to go, I think we can give you more money. Yeah. You just need to submit these documents. It's like you're ex-girlfriend making out like in front of you like the day after you break up yeah it's like <laughs> it's just like can you rub it in my face more jeez it was pre- it was pretty pretty amazing yeah the guy called me he's like submit this i submitted it and uh hot rolling yeah rolling they're like oh all this money we've been giving you we didn't give you enough so we're gonna we just have this pool of money that t- no one seems to want <laughs> that we're just gonna give to you <laughs> <laughs> There's not enough people applying. Yeah, that we can get. Well, to. I said preoccupied. I use that word today because you had something you wanted to talk about, but you can't really remember. You have yeah. all these other stories you want to talk about. Yeah, I can't. I, it's killing me. It happened earlier in the week, and I keep reminding myself to remember it because uh-huh. I keep forgetting what it was, and I never wrote it down. So I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, but I'm learning a new skill. What's that? Unicycle. All right. You know, I have noticed when I've gone over to check on your house or do stuff, you know, while you're away, I've noticed that there is a unicycle sitting on your porch. Yes. And I've always been like, is someone just, is that garbage? Are they throwing that out? Why does he have a unicycle? And it's a small unicycle. Yeah. It, I mean, it's not like the six foot one. It's a, but it's, isn't it a child size one? No, oh, it's okay. an adolescent size. Okay. All right. it's, it's a tween size. Yeah. It's for a boy that hasn't fully developed. <laughs> yeah, it's prepubescent <laughs> yes. unicycle. <laughs> um, yeah, I I had gotten it a couple years ago to learn to ride one. Just I was bored, and um, yeah, that's what most people do when they get bored. Buy a unicycle. <laughs> buy a unicycle and want to learn. <laughs> it's my midlife crisis vehicle, <laughs> and and I was kind of picking it up, 
But then the summer ended, and then it's been like two years since I've touched it. Yeah. And I was cleaning the shed, and I'm like, I'm going to learn to ride this. So I can go all the way across four tennis courts and back. Okay. Well, I just stop and turn around. Yeah, yeah. And then go back. You can't uh, turn. No, I mean, I zigzag the whole oh, way over okay, there, yeah, yeah. But, I, but I can't consciously turn. Uh, so they just recently closed the fields at, at, the, at the high school. Uh, so a security guard every day walks over, looks at me, shakes his head no, and then walks back. I don't even know what to say to this. <laughs> so I don't know if he's disapproving of my use of the tennis courts. He's or- like, this guy on a unicycle will, won't even get close <laughs> within six feet of anybody. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's the best because, he, yeah, he's just like, I'm trying to decide, is it my life choice or is it? Yeah, it's the not the great, you know, riding a unicycle. It's it's cool to be able to do. But then after a while, you're like, this is stupid. Yeah. <laughs> Why don't I just ride a bike? <laughs> There's no sort of functionality to this device. Yeah. It's not quick to, to it hurts a little bit. Yep. If, it, especially if you're a dude. It's hard as hell to learn. Yeah. And uh, it's it's super labor intensive to move to move around. Absolutely, there's no real redeeming quality (laughs) to learning the unicycle. And as an audience member, for someone who knows how to ride a unicycle, Mm -hmm. and I'm speaking from history here, an audience is like, eh, it's it's a guy on a one wheel. Yeah, what is cool about that? Well, I think too, they're like, you're show folk. You, of course, you can do that. Uh Versus like, if I was the local dairy farmer and I could ride a unicycle, that'd be Still, amazing. I don't know. If I you don't start, know if it's that. I'm more impressed by someone being able to milk a cow than I am to ride a unicycle. If you saw Farmer Larry ride, I'd rather watch Farmer Larry <laughs> unicycling down to the pasture with goat cheese than ride a unicycle. If, if you, no, if, if he was riding a unicycle carrying buckets of milk, I'd be like... Why the hell is he riding a unicycle? <laughs> he's gonna, Where's the tractor? He's going to spill that milk. Yeah. That is the stupidest thing I've ever seen in my life. Why would he do that? True. That's why the security guard's shaking his head. He's like, this is this guy has no hope. He's like, this guy drives here every day in a car. No reason there's drive-by shootings at this field. They're hoping to take out unicyclers. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, go for it, Louie. Good for you, man. I'm glad you're spending your time wisely. Yeah, and then I'll probably donate it to the local thing once I can... The local thing. Yeah, like the circus school. Cars for kids. Cars for kids. (laughs) (laughs) Donate it to the unicycle to keep kids off drugs. (laughs) So you are preoccupied. You're preoccupied with the one-wheel transportation. Yes. All right. Yes. Well, let's get to the stories. Let's do it. And now for some weird news. This story comes from RTE.ie. That's a news source more reliable than Sammy Davis Jr. properly doing social distancing. (laughs) You don't think Sammy Davis can pull off the social distance? He's only got one eye, no depth perception. Ah, right. He can't judge six feet. Yeah, yeah, he can. He's six feet under right now. (laughs) He's like, that is the distance from me (laughs) to to the air. (laughs) He's so he is socially distanced more than everybody. Everyone that visits him is six feet away. The title of this story is pretty interesting. It says, hands transplanted onto woman adapt 
to her body. So I would think they adapted to what her body was before. <laughs> they just fell off. <laughs> God, we've read a few different articles, and we picked this one uh, because it's doesn't play on the Seinfeld reference of man hands. Exactly. But he goes, when amputee Shreya Sittingauder was offered new hands, the Indian student didn't hesitate, even though they were big, dark, and hairy, and once belonged to a man. I know. She just didn't want to be accused of being handist. <laughs> she was offered two helping hands. <laughs> now, though, not only have her new hands become more slender, they have also changed color to match her skin tone, mystifying the doctors who carried out the rare 13-hour transplant. Till they researched the donor, and he's the guy who invented the uh, hypercolor clothes in the 90s. <laughs> that would be awesome. <laughs> The donor was a tall man with big, spindly fingers, Miss Sittingauder's mother, Suma, told AFP by phone from their home in Pune in western India. I wonder how much she knew about him. He's like, he was a tall man. He enjoyed swimming, <laughs> axe throwing, and donating his arms. Now, nobody can make out that they are a man's hands. She has even started wearing jewelry and nail varnish. When she goes to the hardware store, people have resumed talking down to her. <laughs> yeah, I wonder what, like, the deal breaker is for her. Like, we can get you new hands, but we, what, are there any, like, restrictions of things that you want? How about Popeye arms? Yeah. <laughs> no Popeye arms. <laughs> Miss Sid and Gal- I, don't, I don't want hands that have already been amputated and one's a hook. <laughs> oh, yeah, right? <laughs> I would love for it, like, you know, for generations from now, like, like 200 years from now, like these hands have been handed down <laughs> from fam- these hands have been in our family for generations. Yeah. What if she dies and they end up getting redonated to someone else? Exactly. They're secondhand hands. <laughs> ah, OK. Miss Sittingauder's life was turned upside down in 2016 when aged 18, she was involved in a bus accident that crushed both her arms. A delay in getting first aid meant that both her hands had to be amputated below the elbow. So this is crazy. If you see the picture, the the new they're, they're forearms. They're, yeah. It looks like they're put on like mid bicep yeah. or lower bicep. Yeah. So only 200 successful hand transplants have taken place worldwide, including nine in India since the first in the United States in 1999 on a man whose left lower limb had been blown off by a firework. That's the most American way to get yes. hurt. <laughs> on the 4th of July. By a firework. The, and on his headstone, it will say, he did not drop his beer. <laughs> yes. Did not spill a drop. <laughs> he was <laughs> drinking it on the gurney in the ambulance. <laughs> the first in India was conducted in 2015 at the Amrita Institute of Medical Science in the southern state of Kerala, where Miss Sinningauder's family took her. You know one of the cool things? is now she can play the piano. Really? Proving muscle memory is true. She's like, these hands are great, but in rock, paper, scissors, it always throws paper. <laughs> I, t- I tell it rock. <laughs> these hands have a mind of its own, and they always want to masturbate. <laughs> I'm like, you're doing it wrong, hands. That's what happens when you get a teenage boy's hands. <laughs> the biggest problem was finding a donor. For cultural reasons, Indian families are often reluctant for the hands of their loved ones to be made available after their death. Heads are no problem. Yeah. Hand, I didn't understand that. I didn't, I didn't understand why hands are culturally more 
uh, revered than other body parts I or did organs? I did a quick Google search and came up with nothing. Really? Yeah. Huh. Usually you have to wait for a long time, said Subramania Liar, a member of a team of doctors who operated on Miss Sittingouter. I don't know if I'm going to believe someone whose name is Liar. I know. <laughs> As a result, those seeking a transplant are so desperate that they don't mind if the hands are from a different gender, Mr. Liar, a specialist in reconstructive surgery, told AFP. I love how he makes it sound like they're heroin addicts. Yeah. They're so desperate, they don't mind if we cut it with a little bleach. <laughs> if we cut this, this with a little bit of calf. <laughs> they don't care that the arms... Yeah, they just want arms, dude. Yeah. I don't care if I get little baby arms. Uh, maybe baby arms. I don't know if it meant, like, you could manipulate stuff again. Little baby hands. Yeah, he had like they're Tyrannosaurus like, arms. You know, the 40-year-old Matt, they're like, Matt, we couldn't find anything, but we do have two baby arms for you. I probably would do it. Yeah. I probably would. I'd probably take one baby arm and hold out for another arm, like a regular arm. Yeah. <laughs> a little baby. <laughs> <laughs> one, your left arm is a baby arm, your right one is Popeye arms. Yeah. <laughs> Eventually, the hospital obtained a pair of hands from a man in August 2017. Miss Sinningouter and her family accepted that's a weird one to, to to say no to that. Yeah, like we have two we have two arms. They're from a dude who murdered somebody. Oh. There's blood on these hands. <laughs> They're haunted hands. <laughs> yeah, I mean, why would you say no? Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, imagine they probably uh, measured them to fit her body, right? I mean, they do in the picture. They look a lot larger than yeah. what it looks like. It's proportion. But it towards. could be a pr- pr- a proportion thing in the photograph. To or in the, the it's not a photograph in the picture. <laughs> <laughs> no fish islands. No fish islands for this photo shoot. Yeah. Uh, the donor hands were first attached by the bones before the tendons, blood vessels, and skin were painstakingly stitched together. I would think you would do the bones last, but I yeah. barely made out of high school. After the transplant, she had to undergo more than a year of physiotherapy for her body and brain to get used to the new hands and obtain mobility and sensation. I like how you have to practice learning to feel stuff. Yeah, well, right? It's like you're so used to ha- not having anything there. Now, I wonder if she had phantom limb syndrome for a while, and they put these on, and it's all, all out of whack. Yeah. She's like, wait, is that my real hand or my ghost <laughs> hand grabbing that can of beer? <laughs> Mr. Lyre said that the color of Miss Sittingouter's hands quickly began to show a lot of change, but that it is difficult to pinpoint why. I love how these doctors are every step are mystified. Yeah, like, right? <laughs> We don't know how this works. We just surgically put on arms. We didn't think it actually worked. <laughs> I just glue crap together. <laughs> it didn't work on my dog at home. <laughs> my, my dog has arms now. <laughs> He's got thumbs. <laughs> it could be because of MSH, a brain-controlled hormone that stimulates melanin production. We are wondering if MSH levels can really influence the skin color. Melanin is a natural pigment that gives skin as well as hair and eyes their color. Dr. Shayla Argawal, a leading dermatologist in New Delhi, said that the absence of testosterone explained why the hands became less hairy and agreed that other hormonal changes might explain the change in color. Yes. Like, what hormone changes your... I guess there's something in your... Hair. Yeah. Hair, right? That's why men have more hair, Yeah. facial hair, than women do. That's true. Because of testosterone. Yep, there you go. Miss Sittingouter, on her part, is loving the transformation. She even wrote her recent college exam with her new hands, and so are her doctors. I would just be writing people, like, crazy notes, and then be like, dude, I wrote to say thank you. 
but then the hands took over. And it became a death, a <laughs> murder, a hostage letter. Yeah, or like I would do like her new career. It's like one of those people that talk to dead people, but through the, the dead man's hands. Yeah. He's, Ooh. he's in heaven sending these to me. Like that Ouija board would be a, could take a whole new meaning on yeah. that, right? <laughs> I just thought of something. What? Could she be implicated in a crime he did while he was alive? Fingerprints! Fingerprints! Yes! <laughs> yes, what happens? This guy had a sort of crazy past. Yeah. Right? Oh, man, I wonder. I'd start breaking into well, stuff. Well, they would say that the guy had died. Be like, dude, he... Is got... he really dead? Yeah. Is he really dead? At what part... What part of your body has to be dead for you to be really dead? Exactly. His hands are still functioning in this world. He has his hands in many pots. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I think that I'm shocked that they had a hard time finding arms because I can get hands, feet, yeah. and arms all the time on my little collecting sites. <laughs> yeah. I feel like I could, during this pandemic, I could be making some coin. <laughs> Setting selling, it to India? Selling hands and arms to India. Come on. <laughs> They just need to go to the dark web like yeah. we go to to get our stuff. It's all about the dark web. <laughs> <laughs> so it's cool. And we will post a picture of this woman. And uh, it looks like, you know, her arm, they had to graft it right above her elbows. You know, it looks like they took uh, all, they cut the guy right below his bicep and grafted it right to her. And it looks really good. It does. It's, uh, yeah, it's, it's really cool. I'm glad this exists. And I'm excited to see where this takes us yeah. in the next 50 years because i saw a documentary with the woman who got the face transplant uh-huh. the was she the one that was attacked by the monkey no it was the one the woman who had tried to commit suicide oh yes the kid yeah that's 18 crazy. year old and they grafted a face onto her and it's didn't doesn't look so great this looks good right yeah yeah maybe should maybe the face transplant should have gone to india uh, to get the work done yeah <laughs> where faces a... are plentiful <laughs> all right i like it yep New stories, pod duh. This story comes from UPI.com. That's a news source more reliable than Zorro's penmanship. You don't think Zorro can has good penmanship? He's so good with the sword, man. <laughs> he only does Z's. <laughs> <laughs> Ask him to do a B. See how he does on those. It's a little harder with the sword. B <laughs> sucks accursive. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's more reliable than a signature on a check by Zorro. <laughs> So this story is very short. Louie had to convince me to do it because he was enamored with the video that accompanied it. So good. (laughs) And honestly, we've been doing this podcast for over two years. And when we are either sent an unusual news story or looking for unusual news stories online, it usually is an animal on the loose Mm -hmm. in some sort of environment they're not supposed to be Yeah, it's your classic fish-out-of-water story. Almost all the stories that we come across are that. Yeah. A bear escapes the zoo, a wallaby in a hot tub. Yeah. (laughs) Cocaine hippos. (laughs) (laughs) A black person in Wyoming. Yeah. What? what? (laughs) 
whatever it is, but this is that. And it says loose tiger lassoed on street in Mexican suburb. I've learned that uh, this Mexican suburb is the Florida of Mexico. (laughs) So this is very short and we'll go through it and then we will post the video so that you can see the joy that Louie witnessed. It's amazing. Because here's the thing. I've been to a a roadside zoo that a friend of mine owned Mm -hmm. and I've had just, you know, inches and a chain link fence separate me and a tiger. Uh Those things are scary. Yeah, they're big. They're massive. And yeah, it's... Like, I've never been had a knowing, even knowing I was safe, I've never been so scared in my life (laughs) when it would like jumped on the fence. I was like, oh. So, a surprised witness on a street in Mexico captured video of the surreal moment a loose tiger was lassoed by a man wearing a cowboy hat. Here's the best part of this. No one else in this video seems surprised besides the person recording it. Yeah, right? There's like four or five guys running after a tiger that's on the sidewalk. It's yeah. obeying all it's, laws. Yeah, it waited it's for not, the stop sign. It's not in the middle of there, the street. There was the red hand on the street sign, <laughs> and then the white light guy of the walking, and then the orange tiger. And, and was then like, now there's, a, there's a guy with a chair, and he's sort of like... Going full block, lion tamer. Yeah, he blocks <laughs> off the tiger's route, and then the El Vaquillero, the cowboy... <laughs> just has a lasso and I don't know where he came from because they're on foot Yeah, and they're running after it. So it's like, I don't know if like someone called, they were like, we saw a tiger. My cousin is a cowboy. He's the best tiger tamer in Guadalajara. (laughs) I like how the mayor's probably like, good thing the rodeo is in town. (laughs) Yeah, he didn't hesitate, dude. (laughs) The guy who lassoed him is Ray Tigre. (laughs) Ray Tigre. Footage filmed from the safety of a passing vehicle in a suburb of Guadalajara, Jalisco, shows the tiger walking loose down a sidewalk while three men chase the large animal. I like first instinct, lasso it. Yeah. Second instinct, poop my pants. (laughs) (laughs) Probably both at the same time. (laughs) What do you do once you have it lassoed? Well... We're going to get to that, Louie. I mean, was it selfies? <laughs> what's, what's step two? One of the men wearing a cowboy hat manages to lasso the tiger, which then pulls the man out of the video's frame. And he's, he is yanked yeah. out of the video's frame. Authorities confirmed they received witness reports about the loose tiger and its pursuers, but the big cat and the men were gone from the area by the time they arrived. Do you know where they went? Where? They're buried at Carol Baskin's yeah. compound. <laughs> They disappeared because they knew <laughs> the video would get to Carol Baskin. <laughs> she already has him on blast. Yeah. Reports indicated the tiger may have escaped from a private residence in the area, but authorities have not identified the animal's owner or any of the men seen in the video. I wonder if those dudes, like, I don't know. Uh, these dudes are like, you know what we're going to do? We need some tiger tonight. Yeah. Get some. One of them was Charlie Sheen getting his tiger blood. <laughs> The first call came from Ty- or from, first call came from Charlie Sheen. Second, Carol Baskin. Third, Joe Exotic saying, "You can lasso me anytime." And the fourth, Mike Tyson going, "You see my tiger? I see my tiger." <laughs> so yeah, this is kind of a wild. We'll post the video so that you can see it, and it's yeah, this guy is the Tiger King. Yeah, this guy's amazing. I have a feeling these guys were connected to the tiger and it got loose. Oh, you think so? Yeah. Gotcha, because no one heard of it. Yeah, what do you do after you lasso the tiger, right? Yeah. You would think they might call animal control or the police, yeah. Yeah. Well, I think if any sane person sees a tiger that they don't know, just a tiger, you're like, I'm going to give it some birth there. Some birth? Yeah. Like some space? Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Yes. I I have a calendar with a new word every day. (laughs) Was that it? That was birth was... (laughs) 
<laughs> All right. Okay. I just I never heard it. Yeah. Well, I, when I see birth, I definitely <laughs> you give it get the birth. hell away. You give birth some birth. <laughs> I give birth some birth. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So this is pretty cool, and it's I I think I feel bad for the tiger because I feel like it was just on a daily jaunt. Yeah. You know? he was just, just trying to get his ten thousand steps in. Yeah. <laughs> Then here comes El Vaquillero. <laughs> but he's got four feet, so it happens quicker. He doesn't have to go as far. <laughs> All right. I like it. Yep. Hey, that's it for today, folks. want to thank you so much for listening. Hope you had a fantastic Memorial Day. Just a quick plug, we do have a odd and offbeat variety show over Zoom on May 28th. That's this Thursday if you're listening when this is released. Yes, at 5 p.m. Pacific time, we've got some amazing acts. We have Trevor and Lorena from Canada. We have Mark Hayward from Wisconsin. And we have Eric, Eric Haynes, Haynes, the one-man band who's been on our podcast before. Mm-hmm. He is fantastic. And, of course, Louie and I will be yep. hosting it via Zoom. We have lots of surprises, lots of prizes to yep. give away. So check that out. And you can get tickets at oddandoffbeat.com slash tickets. And they're only 7 bucks. 7 bucks. So you get to see some cool stuff. You get to support the podcast. And it's a good good Thursday show. Yes. and Not then- a great Friday show. Great Thursday show. Yeah. (laughs) And then after the show, if you're a magician, that same night, the 28th, I will be doing a lecture for the Vancouver Magic Circle. Ooh. But I think you have to be a member. What do you lecture about? Do you talk about disappointing janitors (laughs) at high schools with your unicycling skills? Yes. How to disappoint janitors with fun and profit. Like, I got the magic thing down. I've disappointed many with that. I'm trying to cross over into different disappointing genres. Yeah. (laughs) I'm I'm sure I bring this guy a lot of joy when he comes home to his family and they're like, what'd you do today? Scared some kids off the track. This is jackass unicycle. Oh, my goodness. You ever seen an Asian man unicycle? <laughs> so crazy. <laughs> he unicycles like he drives. He's all over the tennis court. All right. So do you could do that. And so you you tell them how to do a show and do some tricks. Yeah, I bleep. teach them some original tricks. And then uh, I talk about how to, like, how to take your magic a step further. That's pretty cool. Yep. Uh, unicycle That's what you said. <laughs> Have you ever done a card trick on a unicycle? <laughs> Hey, I love how you've made that dove appear. Have you ever done it on a rollabola? <laughs> on a unicycle? <laughs> All right. So, again, folks, that is May 28th. You can check that out. Again, oddandoffbeat.com backslash tickets. It's going to be an awesome show. And hopefully we're not going to do many more of these. Yeah, hopefully we'll let the let the uh, gates open. Yeah, the idea behind it was that we would be doing this while people are quarantined. We could give them a show a month and allow people to see some cool stuff stuff while they're at yeah. the confines of their home. So it looks like things are starting to open up again. So we don't know. Yeah. If it, but maybe who knows? We'll see. We'll take the pulse of our watchers and see if it's something that they want to view <laughs> in the future. Yes. <laughs> so other than that, folks, you can check out Louis Fox at LouisFox.com. He's also on the Facebook, the Twitter, the Instagram. He's got some cooking shows to check yep. out. That's pretty awesome. And then you got Matt Baker. He's on the Facebook, Instagram. Yeah. They just combined them. It's just the it's Facebook Facebook. <laughs> I'm on the, the new platform. <laughs> You're wrapping up your presidential series? Yeah. One more. And uh, we're moving on to a new video series. 
series that we were talking about yesterday. Mm-hmm. Going to be working on that. And Are you going to reveal what it is yet or wait till it gets going? No, because then that, there's sl- some level of accountability <laughs> in case I don't actually do it. I don't want to put it out there. That's, then a, I might that's have a to smart do way to do it. I hate when people like hype stuff. And then it never happens. Yeah. I'm like, really, you D-bag? <laughs> I don't have nothing. I've been following you for three months <laughs> on this project you said in passing. Yeah. Yeah, no, I never, like, re- say I'm going to do something. Gotcha. Like, when I proposed to my wife, and I was like, I'm going to marry you. Yeah, you're just like, it's just an idea. Yeah, I'm just, just maybe. <laughs> Even when you were at the, the altar, <laughs> they're like, do you? Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, maybe. We'll yeah. see how it turns out. <laughs> I don't want to say it out loud in case I don't end up wanting to do it. I want to get a couple anniversaries under my belt before I release the project (laughs) so I have a backlog. (laughs) All right, folks. Well, again, we want to thank you so much for listening. Again, we also are on Patreon. If you want to become a Patreon contributor, we want to say thank you to those who are contributing. We really appreciate it, especially in these trying times. Yes. And you can, again, check us out. We got the meme contest on Instagram and Facebook. And if you want to send us an email, you can do so at info at oddandoffbeat.com. Let us know what's going on with you and if you want us to continue on with these uh, live variety shows. Yep. So we want to thank you so much for listening, folks. We hope you have a weird week. We are out. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Odd and Offbeat podcast.